the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Marriage Monday. And we're going to talk about friendship in marriage. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice, right here in the nation's capital, out of Arlington, Virginia, on WAVA 105.1 FM on the FM dial. We're so glad you're hanging out with me. Got to meet some of my radio listeners in uh, church yesterday in Columbia, Maryland, also in Owens Mills, Ricestown, Maryland. So it's always good uh, to meet my listeners. So thanks a lot for coming up and greeting me and giving me a, a fist bump and hugs and things of that sort. And I got to meet uh, Pam Wilkes, who came up to me and says, I listen to you every single day. Thank you so much. Big shout out to you, Ms. Pam Wilkes. And thank you for your friends uh, that brought you to Bridgeway Community Church. That's where I'm the pastor. If you're looking for a church, you can always come hang out with us there. Uh, just go to bridgeway.cc. If you're already a part of a good church, stay there and go ahead and build that church up by using your gifts, your talents, and your resources to do so. Of course, I'm on the air every day. And if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone and Fridays. So anything you want to talk about on Fridays is fair game. It is a call-in talk show, and I love talking to you. So let me give you my number, say a prayer, uh, tee up the topic, and we can start talking right now. My number is 888-43-BRIDGE. So we're talking about friendship and marriage, and uh, should your... uh, should your spouse be your best friend? Um, is that is that like a, a requirement for marriage? And then also, are there any restrictions that couples should have regarding other friends? So let's talk about friendship and marriage if you want to call me. My number again, 888-432-7434. 888-43-7434. Bridge. Should there be restrictions with other friends outside the marriage? And is your spouse supposed to be your, your best friend? And like, if that's not the case, is something wrong with you, <laughs> him, her, or the marriage? Let's talk about it. 
But first, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this Marriage Monday and for the top of the week. And we do pray that, Lord, that you bless us all week long and all the conversations that we have. For every one of my listeners, in the name of Jesus, I pray covering over them. I pray for their marriages and I pray for their families. All of this we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. And uh, you can email me there and talk to me that way. Uh, you can always catch me on social media at Anderson Speaks is the handle for all my social media, including Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. So feel free uh, to connect with me there. Follow me on Twitter. Hit me up on on uh, Instagram, even on uh, YouTube. It's at Anderson Speaks, and that's live as well as Facebook Live. And I'm waving to you now if you're watching uh, on any one of those social media uh, channels, okay? Now, again, if you want to get a hold of me, the number is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434, friendship and marriage. Have you ever had one of those situations as a couple, you uh, hang out with another couple and you get, you, you can, can, can connect with, let's say I'm the guy, Amber's the gal, and then there's this other couple, guy and a gal, and I can connect with the gal. And Amber more connects with the guy. And so has that ever happened with with you as a couple where the person that's your same gender, like husband to husband, y'all don't really hit it off. In fact, if he said, let's just go out alone, us two, and go go have a, a cup of coffee at Starbucks, you'd be like, eh, I really don't really want to hang out with you. Has that ever happened? And so, like, how do you govern? How do you govern that? Do you get together as, as foursomes, you know, because um, it works for all four of you? But it doesn't work for maybe two of you. And so the other one is just being a good spouse. So how does that work? So we're talking about friendship with your spouse and also friendship with your spouse and others. And I want to know your thoughts on it. Have you cracked the code on this? Do you and your wife or you and your husband kind of have uh, a code of how you handle this? I'm also going to tell you Amber and I's secret uh, when it comes to how we uh, may remember how, how to relate to other uh, couples when uh, we're in a social environment. So maybe maybe a couple of tips along uh, the way. But what, what do you do when you have your friendship with a couple, but you just really don't hit it off with one of the people in and the couple is it okay for you then to be the friend uh of the other person uh because you like them more is that okay uh you know so you connect more with them you talk more with them but they're the opposite opposite gender uh is your is your wife allowed to have her own girlfriends uh is your husband allowed to have his own guy friends and then how if you what if you as the wife says you know what I know this is your guy friend, but I don't like him. I don't trust him. And I don't really don't like how you are when you come home from time you spend with him. So I'd really prefer like you really don't be friends with him. Uh, that's what I prefer. <laughs> well, what do you do with that gentleman or vice versa? Guys, you say, you know what, honey, uh, three of your girlfriends I like, but that fourth one, eh, don't like her so much. So do me a favor. Let's not have her around the house. In fact, why don't you not go out with her either? Ooh, how do y'all deal with that? Any any couples got some wisdom, got some advice, got some stories? Well, my lines are now open. 
the introduction has been laid down. So why don't you hop on in here with me at 888-432-7434. You got me? All right, that's our topic for today. I'll also tell you a little bit about how friendship has worked and not worked so well uh, in my marriage uh, with Amber. And I tell you what, thank God we got that friendship thing back on track. But I'm going to tell you all something. There was a moment, maybe a little bit more, we weren't really liking one another. And we found out and exactly how to get back on track. Maybe that'll help someone today. I'm coming back to you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301 Eight six four six zero seven zero. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know. Because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. 
Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Do you like your spouse? (laughs) I didn't say, do you love your spouse? Uh, You may say, I love him. And she may say, I love him. And you may say, I love her. But I didn't ask you if you love him. I asked, did you like him? You know, it's very possible that you can love someone, maybe not even like him. And we're talking today about, you know, like in marriage, specifically friendship in marriage. Amber and I had a time when we fell out of like, not necessarily out of love. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But uh, should your spouse be your best friend? Is that like it has to be that way or else you have a bad marriage? And then also, are there any rules that you should have with friends outside of the marriage? Like, are you allowed to even have friends outside of the marriage or your marriage takes priority? And if your spouse uh, says no friends besides her or besides him, uh, then, you know, you you made a vow to cling to no others. And that means uh, uh, you got to you got to obey that. So how? How do you deal with this? Is this an issue for anyone? Do you have any wisdom where it's worked out really well? Uh, Or maybe it didn't work out so well because you didn't have maybe the right boundaries or, you know, you lost uh, you, you lost the friendship. So that's what we're talking about today. If you want to join me, my phone number is 888 432 7434. All right. My lines are now open and we're going to kick the show off in Herndon, Virginia with David, who's on the line. Hi, David. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. I am. I am currently divorced. Okay. But I have noticed that one of the mistakes that I made was If your spouse does not feel comfortable around their friend, you shouldn't have that person as a friend. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have friends that your spouse is not comfortable around. Did that happen in your situation? Yes. Okay. It was mm -hmm. online. Oh. My friends were online. They weren't in person. But even if they were online... I still shouldn't have had them as friends. Really? And so your spouse was upset because you had friends online that she necessarily couldn't be friends with, and that caused tension and conflict in the relationship. Is that what I'm hearing, David? Yes, because because things can happen between us that she wouldn't know about. And did that was that the case in your situation? Yes. Got it. And then when she found out, my, she was like, no way. Always wanted to be, they always wanted to be in a relationship. They were always talking to me sexual, and my spouse didn't like that. Gotcha. And so did you cut it off, or did you just say, you know what, uh, honey, I'm, I'm going to keep these friendships, and then you end up losing the marriage? Well, that's the problem. That's why I'm not married now. Understood. And so I wouldn't cut it off because mm-hmm. things seem to be boring in my marriage. Things seem to not be connecting in my marriage. And I said, 
well, I must have these. Mm. So I didn't cut them off. Got it. And my marriage eventually got lost. Well, I'll tell you what, you're really uh, open and vulnerable, and I, I love that you were willing to share that on Real Talk today. So where are you now? Like, what happens now that you've learned this and that you're looking forward? Uh, and Did you repent and, and say you're sorry to your, your wife, and now you're looking for someone else, or you want to stay single the rest of your life? Well, all my wives are long distance. Mm-hmm. I have communication with my first wife. Oh, you have multiple exes. But I don't have communication with my second and third wife. Oh, my God. So you've had three wives? Yes. Do all your exes live in Texas? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, you have three living exes. Okay, David, what's going on? I don't know. Hmm. I was not doing, I was not doing something right, and I didn't find out in time. Hmm. Now, were you a Christian when you married these ladies, and were they Christians as well? Um, my first wife was not a Christian. Okay, and I was not a Christian at that time. Okay, my second wife was a Christian. My third wife said that she was a Christian. But I never saw her go to church. Mm-hmm. Got it. And we already know the third one. You kind of said, you know, you take the blame on that. I'm sure there are many other issues, but you took the blame on that with developing relationships with other people online. What happened with the second one? She was a Christian. You're a Christian. Was that the best out of the three and it just didn't work out? Um, the second one, I'm a diabetic. And the second one didn't care about my health. Mm. So she really wanted me to die. Oh my god. Collect the insurance. Come on. So that's David. what she married me for. She married me for the insurance policy. David. Come on. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I'm serious. If I would have talked now, to her and asked her, do you think sick. that she really would say that? She wouldn't say that. But there was one time that I was sick and my family came down to Florida and my brother offered to help. Mm. And she said, I don't want your help. I would rather have him die doing this than for you to help him. Mm. Did she say because of the money or you're just adding yeah, that part? Because I would, I would have a very high interest rate mm. for my death and she felt like she would get it. Wow. Well, this I didn't expect the conversation to go this way. I'm kind of really sorry that you've had these three situations and I'm just wondering about you right now. Like, how are, how are you doing in the midst of all of this? Um, It's tough. I, I called into you once before okay. a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I was the guy who asked about, I didn't feel I was hearing from God. Mm. And part of it is, I would like another relationship. I feel I've learned my lesson, but the problem is because I'm handicapped, 
Mm-hmm. I'm not able to go out and meet women. Mm-hmm. I can only meet women online, and that's not the best option. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, it could be a good option if it's the right uh, online space. If you get in the wrong online space, then it's all kind of probably what you went through before, which is not so good. So Yeah, so far I haven't found that right person. Mm-hmm. Everybody I seem to meet is asking me for money. Oh, boy. Well, I tell and you And I do not. Yes. No, I was just going to say, we need to pray that God gives you wisdom. So he protects, protects your heart, protects your, your bank account, but also sends you the right kind of person because, you know, you want a companion and you don't want, uh, you know, either don't be married anymore and just have, have a good companion and friend, you know, but after three uh, sort of failed marriages, some, something's going on there. And I'd want to make sure that if you did get remarried again, you got premarital counseling with a pastor that could really walk you through what's going on with you and the other person. But you deserve yeah. friendship. You deserve love and companionship and all that. But you got to do it God's way. And I'm just happy that you're at least seeking God and asking to hear from God again. And, and so you're on the right track there. So you don't have any condemnation nation or judgment from you from me but you do have encouragement and exhortation and so i hope that you feel a bit encouraged after talking to me today okay david okay and let me say a prayer for you before i let you go and i'll go to my next call but first lord jesus with my my brother david i lift him up and i pray uh, that you would bring healing to his heart to his life even to the ladies that uh, he had been married to in the past We pray for peace and reconciliation, restoration. We also pray, Lord, for his health physically as well as emotionally and mentally. And we ask, Lord, that you would send just the right person that can be a friend to him. And then, Lord, uh, he'll follow you from that point on. We commit him to you and any relationships that he establishes from this point on. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And amen. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Thank you. All right. God bless you. You thank thank you so much. That's David from Herndon, Virginia. Way to kick the show off. Real stuff for you, right? Okay, Bill is in uh, Northwest Washington D.C. So let's go there. Hi, Bill. It's Doctor Anderson. How you doing? Uh, uh Doctor Anderson. How you doing? God bless you. Bless thank you. you for your program. Thank you, sir. So, uh, I shouldn't say program. I should say ministry. Oh, well, you know what? Thank you. I hope it is one. You know. And uh, today we're talking about friendship and marriage. What are you thinking about that topic, Mr. Bill? Well, my wife and I were, we were soulmates. We were best friends. And uh, it was like, you know, in in, in Genesis it talks about, you know, they shall become one flesh. We were tight. And then uh, her adult child had moved, moved in with us. And um, and then, you know, we had some medical issues that, that went on as well. But um, we sort of were not as close as we as we once were. And, and, and uh, you know, I, I miss the uh, the intimacy and the closeness that we had and, uh, you know, the fellowship that we had. And um, that's sort of where we are now, you know. And, mm. and um, yeah. Does she know that? Does she know that the moving in of the adult child has kind of brought a separation between you and her a bit? Uh, I'm sure she has 
some awareness of it. I mean, uh, I don't I don't necessarily get along with her, and and um, she doesn't get along with me. Wow. Uh, for you know a long story, but. Um, um, so you don't really share your heart with her, so yeah, we, we, she doesn't really share her heart with you, so y'all really don't know what's going on inside of each other at this time. Yeah, and, and, I, and I, you know, and I sort of see, you know, my wife is sort of caught in the middle. I mean, this is a, a special child to her, and, um, uh, you know, she, she, she has to uh, sort of balance her time and energy and, right. you know, between the two of us. Right. And that's not... That's not really working for me as right. it had been, you know, and yeah, it's an yeah. adjustment that, um, you know, the, I guess the easy answer would be for us to go into counseling. Right, right, right. Uh, but, um, well, you know what? Hold, hold on through this break, because I want to come back on the other side and talk about um, what's going on inside of you, because I, I sense that there's some resentment and I even understand why. But let's uh, let's walk this through for a minute. So hold on. I got to run to the break, whether I want to or not. In 10 seconds, you're not going to hear my voice anymore. So I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is why WAVA and Dignity Freedom Network are teaming up to stop young girls around the world from being abused and exploited. I lived in constant fear that they might sell me at any moment. That was my life for two years. With just $4.54, you can provide a child with a night of shelter, safety, and healing in the name of Jesus, all through Dignity Freedom Network. Rescue a girl now at WAVA.com. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Anger does not work the righteousness of God. This is something I had to get as a younger man. And even as an older man, I still find myself sometimes when I watch these movies rooting for the revenge. How many of y'all do the same thing? Yeah. I felt my anger meant God ought to do something because I'm angry. But my anger doesn't work the righteousness. It don't make God do nothing. God is God. God is the judge. If I stay angry, I'm the foolish one because only God can be angry and just completely all at the same time. He's loving, merciful, kind, and just all at the same time. But when humans, that's the whole thing. I'm not built to handle the type of anger that people might try or life might try to put on me. And God's like, you're right. I didn't build you for that. So let me be God. You be man. For more content like this, be sure to follow Grace Church VA TV on YouTube.com. That's Grace Church VA TV. And as always, live big. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at FamilyFiction.com. Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com. Recent bank failures are serving as a warning about how fragile our banking system really is. 
As millions of Americans panic, do you know what central banks are doing? Well, they're actually buying up gold at record levels. They're relying on it as a safe haven during these difficult times. That's how confident they are in the dollar. Hi, I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author and evangelical leader to millions of people just like you. We're all Americans who want to protect our family's savings no matter what. I tell people the best option is to diversify their 401k or IRA into physical gold or silver with the help of Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, just text the word FAITH to the number 989898 to get a free information kit on gold IRAs. Look, there's no strings attached. It's not going to hurt you to take action now. So take the first step today and educate yourself. Get your free info kit when you text FAITH to 989898 right now. And I pray you and your family are greatly blessed. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You can follow me online. I'm uh, waving at you right now. Facebook Live. Just go to at Anderson Speaks. Also, if you uh, have a water issue in your house and you've been wanting to address it, go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com. Make sure you tell them I sent you. My phone number in the studio is 888-432-7434. We're talking about friendship and marriage. Are you supposed to have your spouse be your best friend and what happens if if they're not? And also, are there any guidelines uh, with other friends outside the marriage Feel free to call me, tell me your, your thoughts or ask questions around this regard, uh, this topic. My number again is 888-43-BRIDGE. I've got Bill on the line. He was on right before the break and he held through it. Thank you, Bill. And Bill was saying that him and his wife were soulmates, really good friends. Her adult child moved in and that uh, really caused a bit of separation and now they're really not emotionally connected. That's what I caught from you, Bill. Did I get that pretty much right? You hit the resentment, you know, um, and you you had spoken on it earlier about, you know, loving someone, but not like, I, I love her daughter, but uh, I don't I don't necessarily like her. You know, I don't right. I don't like. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. that's sort of the bottom line, and and you know it's it's to the point where, uh, you know I'm I'm thinking about hanging out with my buddies now because you know, um, you know I've got got this extra time on my hands and all, and and uh, and you know still wanting to have some kind of contact with somebody who who understands my history, so I'm thinking about hanging out with my buddies, you know, who I I. Um, previously you know cut back because of my right. relationship with my wife and all right but, uh, yeah, so but you, there is some sentiment there There's so yeah. yeah so you like your wife but you don't like her daughter and she likes her daughter of course and is spending more time with the daughter and caring for the daughter so you got a little resentment going on in in your heart because it's almost like the daughter's yeah. taking your wife away is that what i'm hearing Exactly. Now, how, right. exactly. How, now, why is yeah. the daughter why is the daughter moving in with you anyway? Is she a special needs daughter, or she just doesn't have resources right now? How did that happen? Uh, 
Well, she's she's in school, you know, she's in college and all, and um, she doesn't have, you know, the, the financial resources. Uh, she's not working, um, but part time. Mm-hmm. So she really she needs to stay with us, you know. Understood. Just, just for living expenses and all. You yeah. think it's temporary? Uh, <laughs> you, you hope oh, it's you know, temporary. I've, I've been praying about that. <laughs> yeah. I've been praying big time about that. I bet. Yeah. I bet. How so, long has she uh, been with you? Uh, this is going on about a year now. Okay. Yeah. And then how long have you and your wife been married? Uh, we're going into our sixth year. Six year, okay, and so she came into the marriage with a with a, a kid already, and then this kid goes off. Now it's college time; can't really afford everything, so needs to be back home for a while. But uh, you know, you you and your wife were just getting your groove going on around year six, huh? Exactly. Exactly. Did you talk yes. about having the daughter move in, and did you share any of your apprehensions, or were you kind of open to it because you thought this is not a bad thing, and I'm going to be a nice guy, and and I'm a good guy, so sure she can come live with us. Well, you know, I didn't see us having much of an option, you know, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I mean, we 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 had to open our house our house to her, uh, you know, just. Uh, because you know she wasn't so, making enough money to to uh, support yeah. herself, so well, we yeah. had to open up. You know, and, yeah, yeah. You're a good, and, you're a good man. Adjustment, doc. Well, you're a good man. Okay, well, and and you love your thank wife too, and so you're not going to leave her kid out there, uh, you know, on the street. I get it. But what I do think right. you need to do, Bill, yeah. is I think when you get some time with with your your wife, you probably should share with her your feelings. And uh, I know that's not easy for a lot of guys, but just to say, hey, honey, listen, I I love you. You know, I'm here for you and for your daughter. But I just want you to know I'm feeling a little bit I'm feeling a little bit jealous, a little bit lonely, a little bit left out in the cold here. And I don't know how to solve it. And I'm not trying to fix it. But I want you to at least know what's going on inside of me. And that's enough. Sometimes as guys, we feel like we have to come with a solution and fix it. And I want people who have problems around me to tell me not only the problem, but the solution. But it doesn't work that way in relationships. In relationships uh, with your spouse, I think it's better to share your feelings on the journey, even if you don't have the solution. Because part of the solution, in my opinion, Bill, is your wife. In other words, yeah. she's the one yeah. who has to hear and feel your feelings, and she's going to have to help fix this thing. But she right. won't. She won't right. know if she doesn't feel what you feel. Right. So be vulnerable well, with I, her. You know, I, I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I agree with you hundred percent. And um, you know, we 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 have pretty open communication. You know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you can tell her you yeah, called me. I, you you can say, look, I talked to one of my friends. <laughs> I talked to a guy friend and I uh, realized when I was sharing with him uh, what I was feeling. So I thought yeah. I'd share it with you. <laughs> well, so. 
you know, she'll say, you can put our business on the radio. Oh, I know, yeah, you, may, you, may, you may not want to say it's a radio friend. Maybe you just say it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's another dude you were talking to. But whatever, you don't even have to disclose that. But I do think it's important for you to say, you know, I was thinking today. As I was thinking today, I realized that I'm having some feelings okay. inside that I want to share with you. Yeah. We don't have to solve it today. There's no crisis here. But I just want you to know what's going on in my heart and mind. And then share it and leave it alone. Just be vulnerable and yeah. let's go from there. What do you think about that as a good first step? That sounds good, man. Now, now if it doesn't work, I'm going to tell her to give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You, yeah, tell her to give me a call. I'm going to set this thing straight. I'm going to be like, look, no, I'm just kidding. Right. All right, man. God bless you, okay? God bless you, man. Thank right. you for your for your. Uh, Thank you for your ministry, man. Thank you so much. You God got it. You. God bless you back. That's Bill. And I like talking to you, sir. Okay, I'm coming right back. My lines are open. Get me while you can. 888-43-BRIDGE. tired of living in that smelly basement well, let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Congratulations to all those who graduated from Omega Graduate School with their master's and their doctoral degrees. Uh, That happened last weekend. And by the way, if you're interested in getting your master's or your doctorate, I am the chancellor at Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School. It's a beautifully blended program uh, between uh, American studies and uh, British tutorial system it's about social research and you can get a a master's there a doctor of social leadership a doctor of philosophy you can do most of it online as well as a few things uh, that you'd have a few places you would have to go uh, in tennessee washington dc at the library of congress and even the bodleian library uh and in oxford england with uh tutorials there as well i remember defending my my 
my first doctorate while I was there in England. And I tell you what, you just feel smarter when you're at Oxford, just walking the streets, you start feeling smarter. So I don't know if this stimulates you, but if you're that kind of person thinking about academics, thinking about research, uh, thinking about lifelong learning, it doesn't matter whether you're in your 50s or 60s or 70s or 80s, uh, this will stimulate your brain. You want to know more about it, just go to ogs.edu. Okay, it's Omega Graduate School, Alpha and Omega, Omega Graduate School, OGS.edu. Search around on the on your phone, search around on your computer and just look at what they have to offer. And if you see a little letter from the chancellor, well, that's me. <laughs> OK, but check them out. You're going to be surprised at how this could really um, be something that, you know, you've been thinking about and coming out of pandemic. You're thinking, man, I'd really love to stimulate my mind and research something in the professional area that actually can be practiced in my life, my mental ministry, this might be for you. That's OGS.edu. We're talking about friendship and marriage. Are married couples supposed to be best friends? And uh, is that like a requirement? And if they're not your best friend, is is there something wrong with your marriage? Should there be any kind of rules or guidelines around friendships outside uh, the marriage or, you know, out, you know, outside of the marriage, even if, the, you know, you're a couple, they're a couple and you get along better with the opposite uh, part of the couple than you do with, you know, the the person that's like you, the you know, if I'm a guy and then the guy in that marriage um, may not really be cool like me. <laughs> OK, it's so maybe I just don't want to hang with them. Right. But then Amber really, really likes the lady and they want to get together. And so then they want the four of us to get together. Like, uh, what do you do? Do you just kind of bite your lip and go ahead with it? Or do you say, you know what, honey, I just really don't want to hang out with that couple. So you can hang out with her. Right. Or what about if it crosses? lines like uh, I'm really good friends with the lady like we get we hit it off we have the same personality Amber's really good friends likes the other guy because you know maybe they're more quiet and, and more reserved and they think the same way or something like that how do you govern those kind of patterns so um, that's what we're talking about today if you want to join the conversation now's the time to get in where you fit in here's the number 888 432 7434-888-43-BRIDGE. So Amber and I had a time when we felt we learned we fell out we fell out of like. So I'd always loved her and she'd loved me, but we were drifting apart and we had some issues in our life that weren't weren't great and a lot of it had to do with me. Okay. So having said all that, uh we still tried to make the relationship work, but we realized the reason why it was stumped even after we, you know, had counseling and forgiveness and repentance and all of that, the reality was uh, we kind of didn't like one another. And I'll tell you why. We became friends first. We didn't, we weren't romantically involved first. We became friends first. Well, I mean, I kind of liked her and all. I thought she was cute and that. But, you know, she made it clear we're going to be friends. And I was kind of like, we're going to be friends as well, having come out of another relationship. So we really did develop. A friendship, and that was the foundation of the relationship before it became romantic. And so, what we found out, and I think we learned it in counseling, but what we found out was that that's what we lost. We had lost the friendship. And so, while there was love, love really wasn't enough, a commitment wasn't enough. 
but we really want to like one another. And Amber was like, if I don't even like you, then, you know, why do I want to be married to you? Right. And I'm like, well, we're going to be married because we're going to stay married because that's what God wants us to do. You know, it was kind of one of those situations. And so we realized that uh, we need to work on our like. And so we made a commitment. We said, you know what? Let's not worry about all the heavy stuff anymore. You know, there's a lot of heavy stuff. Let's just not even worry about that. Let's just, you know, let's not talk about ministry. Let's not talk about um, where we need to work on our marriage. How about we just work on our friendship? Just be friends, like go hang out, have fun. You know, we can talk about the heavy marital stuff and counseling, uh, you know, once every week or two weeks or whatever, but let's just work on liking one another. And do you know that was the pathway back to our love And so here we are married, you know, 31 years, and I'm so grateful for the woman God has given me. Well, I don't know if that helps somebody, but I felt like I needed to share it. And so what do you think regarding the whole uh, situation of friends within marriage, friendship within marriage, and also friendships out of marriage? And earlier in the program, we even said this, is it okay if a spouse says, I don't like your friends and I don't want you to spend time with them? Like, is that kind of weird to just cut off all of all of your spouse's friends? And if you're a spouse and your spouse says that to you, like, do you feel some kind of way about that? Like, hang on, that's not even fair. But then you feel this guilt because, well, you know, this is my spouse and they're supposed to be my priority relationship. But they're basically telling me I can't have friends with anybody. And so how does that work for you? All right. If you want to talk to me today, my number is 888-432-432. Seven four three four. All right, I'm in Pikesville, Maryland now with Chris, who's on the line. Hey, Chris, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Praise the Lord Jesus, my brother. I am rejoicing in my salvation. Amen to that. Um, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, and it's good to be hanging out with you, sir. So what do you think about this friendship and marriage thing? Yeah. See, one of the things in the ministry I was brought up in, we didn't, we always talked about fellowshipping. Mm. And the saints would get together and, and fellowship, whether they go out and eat together. And and if the Lord speak to one or the other, most of the time we believe that it should be mature people that should be getting married, not immature people, because there's a lot of baggage on both sides, and you want to ruin the other individual. You should be mature, especially if you're talking about a godly-based relationship. Okay. Some marriages, I know some bro- I know some brothers, they, I don't even think they should have been married. They married these females, and they all said they saved, but they don't do anything to build up their wife at home. Okay. A lot of sisters. I said, do you? I said, do you and your husband pray together? Do y'all read together? See, my pastor and his wife, they waited on the Lord, and when mm-hmm. the Lord spoke to them individually, then they said, yeah, okay, listen, if the Lord says so, okay, they was reluctant. I ain't gonna lie, they was okay. reluctant from what both of them told me. But right. they said, the Lord said, let's do it. And they just continued doing what they was doing. Nothing really changed because they was always fellowshipping. They didn't take um, time. They didn't do no kissing and hugging and um, taking liberties. Like in today's relationship, people say, well, the Lord said we married, so we can go ahead and do it. No, that's, that's, mm. you're, 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 you're not playing youthful lust. 
That's what gotcha. Timothy was telling. A lot of people are still feeding their lust instead of feeding their spirit. Gotcha. And um, yeah, I got to run. That's what they did. Tablet, no, I understand. But I'm just saying it should be a spiritually based relationship. It's going to be a call to Christian marriage. No, I, I, I like what you're saying and uh, the whole idea of fellowship and not just friendship. And I like it. maturity. I think it's important. I got to run. I'm coming to this break. When I get back, let's see if I can get one more person in. It's all men that call me so far. Let's see if a lady's going to call us. We'll be right back. Grooming, daily abuse, being bought and sold. These are some of the horrors that young girls face around the world. A lot of times I didn't sleep because I was scared of everything and everybody. I assumed it was only a matter of time before it happened to me. But counseling, medical attention, and daily meals, these are just some of the blessings that girls receive at safe houses run by the ministry Dignity Freedom Network. And your gift of just $4.54 a day makes it happen at WAVA.com. If you're interested in free speech... This decision is disappointing and troubling. If you're interested in religious liberty... They're being incarcerated for one reason only. It's his faith. If you want your constitutional freedoms protected... The court clearly overstepped its authority. Tune in to Jay Seculo Live. The court instead rewrote the law, something they do not have the constitutional power to do. Weekdays at noon on WAVA. Attention taxpayers, ready for some bad news? With $80 billion in new funding from Congress, the IRS has launched their most aggressive hiring campaign ever to ramp up enforcement. If you're ignoring your taxes, don't delay another minute because your paycheck, your bank account, even your home or business could already be at risk. Now, here's the good news. Optima Tax Relief, America's number one tax relief firm, can get to work immediately, helping to protect you from the IRS. A-plus rated by the best. Better Business Bureau, their tax attorneys and licensed professionals are experts at resolving tax problems. Let them help determine if you qualify for the Fresh Start Initiative or other powerful IRS tax assistance programs. Take control. Call Optima Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. This is Ryan Anderson, president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center for TownHall.com. We hear a lot about the science deniers today, but who are the real science deniers? Well, unfortunately, in 21st century post-Roe America, there are people who deny the basic scientific reality that the entity in the womb is an unborn human being. But the message from science is clear and unequivocal. The fetus in the womb is a human baby. And philosophically, morally, that human being should be treated equal because that unborn human being is our equal. It seems obvious, yet abortion advocates contort logic and their own conscience to deny the evidence. It's not an overreach of government to protect the natural right to life of every human being, born and unborn. The science tells us this. Our own minds and hearts tell us this. To believe otherwise is to deny science and our own humanity. I'm Ryan Anderson. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
Well, someone emailed me. They said, I love your show. The open conversation about marriage really matters. My husband doesn't make time for me. We're married 35 years. He doesn't and will not have uh, communication with me about our relationship. I'm unhappy and lonely. He makes outside work that keeps him away from me. He makes it impossible for us to talk. I'm so sorry to hear that. And I'm sure that there's some issues going on with him. And the best thing that you can do is pray for him and ask that God would open his heart towards you. Maybe he has something else uh, going on outside uh, the house that's more exciting for him. And he's neglecting you and his home. And that's not right. And so uh, become a praying wife. Maybe choose one really trusted friend that you could covenant in prayer uh, for this, that God would and, and celebrate the small wins, that God would uh, turn his heart toward home and that he'd come home for dinner and that uh, you guys could exchange conversation just one step at a time. So uh, pray that God would give you uh, give you uh, some wisdom there and some comfort as well. I know you're lonely, so I'm praying for God's comfort. And hopefully my voice will do that today uh, from the Lord to your heart. OK. Big shout out to Miss Sonora uh, Dutton as well, who's listening today. Thanks a lot, Sonora, for listening. Uh, and, you know, I had all guys call me today, but it looks like Sarah from Frederick has been. Hang- so let me get her now. Sarah, you're going to be my final caller. And I'm glad you're hanging on. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Where are your sisters today? My goodness. <laughs> I know. Well, and hopefully this isn't too much of a loaded question. I was going to try to be quick, but um, so basically just really quick, I guess my question is in regards to friendships outside of the marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I have gone back and forth with this one, but I wanted to know what your thoughts on were my husband having friendships with other women right. that, um, that, I, that I've never met. I, I struggle with that one. Where does he have these friendships? Is it at work? Um, they've just been more just from him out being social or friends and mutual friends, not not work friends. But gotcha. I, I might be concerned if I were you if he's got friendships with women and it's not purposeful, meaning it's they're not a part of a, a working relationship or whatever. It's just like he's out socializing. He meets somebody, gets their number, and now they're talking. Uh, that is not a good boundary for him or for you. And so I would share your concern with him on that. Now, whether he's going to listen to it or not is one thing, but he needs to know it. You need to register that with him, that in our marriage, I'm not, I'm not excited about that. If you really are going to be a friend with this person, I'd like to meet her. <laughs> you know, I'd like to go okay. to go to the social events with you and share, share share with me who who Sandy is, which one's Sandy, and then you can make yourself known to Sandy. Hey, Sandy, I'm so and so's wife, uh, Sarah. Good to meet you. You know, just to make yourself known. You don't have to be crazy or anything like that or psycho, but I do think that registering your concern with him and with the others uh, to let them know that you exist is important because we don't know what he's telling them either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he did actually um, kind of cut ties with a couple that I was really uncomfortable with. But afterwards, I just I had guilt. I didn't know if I no, you did the right thing. Nope, you did the right thing. Thank you. Hey, listen, Sarah, I've got to run. Blessings to you. And as we end the show, Lord, I thank you for uh, this platform, and I pray that you give us your wisdom along the way and uh, take all that guilt away from Sarah. That was the right move. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.